Hello everybody, I am Dr. Armen, Professor Armen Astvatsatrian from Yerevan, Armenia. You're on the Dr. Y channel. So let's, my friends, let's continue. So questions and tests, cardio tests of your future exams, big exams. So take your pens, papers. So once again, I do advise you to listening these uh, lectures, not these exams, uh, these relics, these movies, several times. Okay, to understand, to remember. It's not difficult to do. Just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes a day, make professor away. Okay, let's go. <coughs> Question, please, yes. Uh -huh. Unlike, unlike systolic sounds, diastolic heart sounds are low-pitched, suffering intensity and longer in duration yeah yes diastolic hearts are low uh, sounds are low uh, low pitched no comparing with systolic sounds except for s2 diastolic heart sounds are usually abnormal in adults yes which of the following diastolic heart sounds occurs in early diastole is very high pitched and is brief uh, once, and, once again a question. Unlike systolic sounds, uh, diastolic heart sounds are low-pitched, suffering intensity and longer in duration. Except for S2, diastolic heart sounds are usually abnormal in adults. Which of the following diastolic heart sounds occurs in early diastole? Is very high-pitched and is brief. Okay, options, please. Diastolic knock. Opening snap, yes, correct answer is opening snap, but anyway, let's open the other options also. S3, S4, no, so correct answer is opening snap, my friends. A mitral opening snap is hard in early diastole and is uh, very high pitched and is brief. Okay, so the uh, answer on the question, like systolic sounds, diastolic heart sounds are low-pitched, suffer intensity and longer in duration, longer. Except for ST, S2, sorry, diastolic heart sounds are usually abnormal in adults. Which of the following diastolic heart sounds occurs in early diastole, is very high-pitched and is brief? Okay, of course, it's opening snap. A mitral opening snap is heard in early diastole is very high-pitched and is brief. Concerning diastolic knock, diastolic knock uh, occurs in early diastole, but is louder. Thudding sound. S3, S3 occurs in early diastole as well, but soon after S2. It usually indicates serious ventricular dysfunction in adults. S3 is a problem, protodiastolic gallop. So occurs in early diastolic and well, and well, but soon after S2. It indicates serious ventricular dysfunction. Choice S4 occurs near the end of diastole and is produced by augmented ventricular feeling caused by atrial contraction. Another question, please. A 32-year-old woman who is at 28 eight weeks gestation uh -huh. 
comes to the office for routine physical examination. Okay, 28 weeks gestation. The pregnancy has been uncomplicated thus far and the patient is feeling well. During cardiac auscultation, a soft mid-systolic murmur is heard at the second intercostal space. Okay, to the right of the sternum. Based on this finding, the patient most likely has which of the following types of heart murmur? No, injection heart murmur. Anyway, let's uh, once again. Uh, question, please. 32-year-old woman who is at 28 weeks gestation comes to the office for routine physical examination. The pregnancy has been uncomplicated thus far and the patient is feeling well. During cardiac auscultation, a soft mid-systolic murmur is heard at the second intercostal space to the right to the sternum. Based on these findings, the, this patient most likely has which of the following types of heart murmur? No, of course it's ejection, but anyway, continuous option, no. Continuous murmur in the, uh, is a diastolic heart, murmur heard through the cardiac cycle and it's always abnormal. Always. Continuous murmur. It's a diastolic heart murmur. Huh? Ejection. Yes. Ejection is a correct answer. Regurgitant and shunt. No. Of course, ejection. So this patient most likely has an ejection murmur during pregnancy, no, gestation. Many women have, uh, soft, have soft ejection murmurs because of the physiologic increase in blood volume and cardiac output. Concerning continuous, once again, a continuous murmur in, is a diastolic heart murmur heard throughout the cardiac cycle and is always abnormal. Regurgitant, regurgitant, regurgitation murmurs are not common in pregnancy. They are typically holosystolic and tend to be lower, louder sorry, with high velocity, low volume regurgitation or shunts. Actually, shunt, shunt murmurs originate at the site of the shunt and uh, as in patient ductus arteriosus or ventricle septal defects. No, of course, this is a pregnancy and this is an ejection murmur. Next question, which of the following types of benign cardiac, benign cardiac tumors uh, can sometimes be malignant? Myxomas, paragangliomas, Rhabdomyomas and teratomas. Myxoma, of course. Myxoma sometimes. No, it's myxoma. No, paranganglioma. Paranganglioma can be actually uh, benign or malignant. Myxoma, rhabdomyomas, and teratomas are only benign. It doesn't, doesn't mean that we don't have to operate, for example, myxoma. But uh, paraganglioma can be benign or malignant. Myxoma, myxoma or myxoma, never uh, malignant. Or rhabdomyoma, rhabdomyoma or teratoma. Huh? So uh, answer is paraganglioma. Yes, and correct. Another question, please. A 40-year-old woman comes to the emergency department. So, uh, yes, paranganglioma, we answered. Paranganglioma can be malignant. Can actually be, can be benign and malignant. A uh, 40-year-old woman comes to the emergency department because she has had fever, fatigue, joint pain, weight loss over the past three weeks. 
She says she also had, has she also has had shortness of breath that becomes less severe when she reclines. Physical examination show petechia, petechia on the trunk and extremities. Cardiac examination shows a loud S1 that changes in intensity based on the patient's body position. Cardiac tumor is suspected. Why so? An ECG is planned. The patient most likely has which of the following types of cardiac tumor. But why tumor? 40-year-old woman comes to, the, comes to the emergency department because she has had fever, fatigue, joint pain, weight loss over the past three weeks. Okay, tumor, why? Yes, but why cardiac tumor? She, is, she says uh, she also has that shortness of breath that becomes less severe when she reclines. Uh-huh. Physical examination shows petechia on the trunk and extremities. No, okay. Cardiac examination shows a loud S1 that changes in intensity based on the patient's body position. Ah, okay, okay, I'm sorry, yeah. Now I understand. Uh, cardiac tumor is suspected and ECG is planned. No ECG actually sh will show nothing. Echocardiography is the most uh, important. The patient most likely has which of following types of cardiac tumor. Fibroelastoma. Oh, don't think so. Fibroma or fibroma, myxoma, rhabdomyoma. Uh, uh, my answer is myxoma, but please op open the... Uh, explanation also. So answer is myxoma. The patient's sex presenting symptoms and findings on physical and cardiac examinations are all suggestive of myxoma. Well, my friends, actually I see several times in my life myxoma and all were guys. I don't remember lady with myxoma. Yes, it's very, very rare. Very, very rare. Four or five times in my life I see myxoma, if, as, as I remember correctly, if my memory doesn't fail me, all were, all were guys. Well, anyway, okay. So concerning fibroelastoma and rhabdo, rhabdomyoma, they are, patients are usually asymptomatic. And fibroma causes arrhythmias and sometimes cardiac death and is not consistent with this patient presentation. So last question, please. Uh, in patients with benign cardiac tumors, which of the following is the most appropriate management? Surgical, surgery only, palliative care, radiation, serial echocardiography monitoring. No, okay, but it's not a treatment. It's not a management. Huh? No. Surgical excision. Of course, surgical excision. Ex excision of the benign tumor is the is the most appropriate management. So serial echocardiography monitoring is also appropriate, but only after the tumor has been removed. Uh, concerning palliative care and radiation are appropriate for malignant and those or metastatic cardiac tumors and very questionable, huh? Their efficacy. So, uh, my friends, let's, that's enough for today's, huh? Thank you for your attention. 
don't forget to follow and subscribe this channel. See you in another lectures, so in other tests. And God bless you. Bye-bye.